Earlier this week, I actually found myself waking up and for no apparent reason, uh, could not figure out why this was. There was nothing wrong, nothing bad was happening. I just found myself really, I guess the word, the phrase I would use is I just felt really bummed out. I felt really very unmotivated. And usually I can say uh, that most days when I wake up, there's a, not, you know, an intense sense of gratitude uh, in, in a lot of cases. And there, there, there are days where I really do have the energy to do what it is that I'm here to do as much as I can know what that is. And it's really just about discharging my responsibilities and trying to bring some energy uh, that's already there. I can't necessarily increase that, but just, you know, using the energy that I have been given uh, as many, if not all human beings are gifted with. And uh, I just, for some reason, I just could not get it together. Uh, it's not the first time it's happened. I honestly, it's happened so many times I, I couldn't even count. But what is most interesting, or at least what I find most interesting about this, is that it provided me with an opportunity to recognize that while I was feeling these physical feelings uh, of low energy, I definitely did not have the usual energy that I have enjoyed in the past. I did not have any desire to do what I normally find myself waking up feeling, you know, for the most part, like it's things that I really do want to engage in as far as my work, as far as other things I do in my life. And uh, I just really wasn't having any of it. There was just literally no, uh, the, uh, yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, uh, the wind came out of the sails, so to speak. Uh, the, you know, the, it felt very deflated or I felt very deflated. And as I, and it's only through mindfulness practice that there was any recognition at all that, you know, yes, I was feeling something physically, but that was what, what is so tempting is sometimes to overlook that and to, re and I recognize that because I'm feeling low physically or some sort of low energy, that it is affecting my mind because it's clearly connected with my to my body. And that what's happening is there, it's naturally, and I, and there again, I can't know why this is. This is just the way it is for me that, uh, the thoughts that were occurring were really being informed by that low energy, that state of lethargy, uh, there being a real lack of enthusiasm about life in general and anything that actually is involved in me living day to day and moment to moment. And through the practice of mindfulness, there was this pretty quick recognition that the, uh, this was kind of like a runaway train. In other words, I felt how I felt. And instead of, and, and it isn't here about, there's no right or wrong. I'm not by any means stating that there is a right choice and a wrong choice. I just know that for me, if I choose to get diverted from just being here and feeling what I'm feeling physically, if I, if I really allow myself to be distracted by what I'm thinking, that I will really miss the opportunity to recognize that what's making this so much worse, it feels bad enough to have low energy. It feels bad enough to uh, feel really just physically deflated 
and emotionally deflated and really no zest for life whatsoever. It's hard enough to get through moment to moment feeling these things without having to to also get wrapped up in any thoughts that I'm having about it. And even another step beyond that is that if I allow myself to believe any of these things that I'm thinking about this, you know, feeling this low energy, feeling this lethargy. And I like to use the phrase, you know, just really feeling bummed out. Just not really, just I really wasn't feeling it, as some people say. And uh, there, I, I, at least I recognize that there was no way for me to quickly fix that. And I'm not saying uh, by any means that there aren't ways that uh, valid ways and, and beneficial and healing ways that people can cheer themselves up, that they can somehow snap out of it or, you know, do something that feeds their soul, so to speak, that allows them to, uh, you know, to be able to have a chance to actually see, you know, if, if it feels like the weather is cloudy, in many cases it does, emotionally speaking, that there are certainly different ways that people can cheer themselves up and kind of lighten the heaviness and actually see the sun shine again, so to speak. And all those things are wonderful. Uh, I just never have found for myself that that has really been very effective and the other thing I wanted to speak about is that there's also the whole other side of this, uh, that that is that I can get really wrapped up in thoughts about what is wrong with me? Why am I being this way? Why can't I be, and here's the, the, the operative word, why can't I be the way I think that I should be? Uh, which starts really like a whole other complete other uh, train of thought and a whole other way in which I can continue to reinforce this spiraling downward that I can generate. Uh, if it's not happening on its own, I can certainly add energy to it by judging myself and feeling like somehow there's something wrong with me and that I am, uh, you know, somehow there's something that I'm lacking or I don't have enough discipline to quote unquote pull myself out of this. And there's all these thoughts that happen, and it's all very normal and natural as a human being to to uh, experience this. And there's no way, at least I have not found any way to stop this. But what I have, for me, what has really happened, and this may sound very counterintuitive to some people, uh, it may not. What I have found is that, you know, by really this is 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 really about, first of all, recognizing that Yes, I am feeling this way, and it doesn't feel good to, to feel this way. It's not uplifting, it's not inspiring in any way, and it's not really uh, life-affirming, so to speak. But what I do find is that sometimes that's just, the, that's just where I am emotionally, psychically, physically, and that my thinking, if I can just be open to or even as one of my gurus spoke about welcoming whatever it is that my mind happens to be doing because I, I'm not in charge of that really. Yes, I want to take responsibility. If I'm thinking and really buying into thoughts that reinforce negative patterns, and I use the word negative because I don't really know how to, uh, any other way to convey this, uh, these are patterns that don't serve me well or they, and I don't want to get really caught up in positive or negative and that just, you know, that's just what I said ultimately. But at the same time, though, I don't want to get really caught up in using that in a judgmental way. It's just that I can get into a pattern where I'm really not doing myself any good. 
I'm not treating others lovingly and kindly, nor myself. And that's where I can find myself. And it's only about working with those thoughts. And when I say working with them, I mean paying attention to them, not doing anything about them, not trying to stop them, not trying to change them, just simply being with what is. And I know that that is something that is sometimes incredibly painful. If it doesn't feel good to feel the way I'm feeling, if it doesn't feel good to be thinking the way that I'm thinking, it is first really to take a step back. And at least for me, the way out uh, of this, if there is one, and I don't know if there is or not, the old saying, the only way out is through. And I know for me, I can try to go distract myself. I can run away from this and try to find something that will make me feel better or cheer me up or lighten my mood or uh, somehow change the game for me, emotionally speaking, that uh, I still will be feeling what I'm feeling. And at some point, whatever it is that I'm chasing to feel better, so to speak, even if I'm chasing a different mind state or I'm chasing a different emotional state, is whenever the, it's sort of like the lows that come after the highs. If there is a high, if I do find myself temporarily feeling better or cheered up or suddenly not plagued by what it is that's going on with me physically and mentally, at some point there is going to be the low after the high and I will find myself right back here. And I'm not saying this necessarily would always happen for anyone else. I just know for me that is generally what's happened. So after trying everything that I know of uh, in my over 50 years of life to uh, try to find a way to, uh, to, to ease this and or to make it go away uh, or to change it or replace it with some other kind of emotional state and replace it with thoughts that make me feel better about myself and my life and where I find, you know, where I find myself, so to speak, that it's really just about allowing myself to be, to catch up with myself. And through mindfulness practice, I've had, and of course it's available to any of us. There's nothing amazing or special or unique about me. It's just about that choice to continue to sustain this practice of being aware, coming back to the mind, seeing what the, what is actually occurring in, in the mind and not analyzing it, not judging it, not trying to do anything at all other than be with it. And then there's this recognition of, okay, these are the thoughts that I'm having. I can't necessarily, at least I can't change them. And I just, I don't, and, 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 and what I really am open to is if I can, and I can't force this or make this happen, is that if I am being reactive and uh, if I am thinking things that are really not beneficial for me or how I treat anyone else, that I just want to be aware of that. And that awareness in of itself is really, if there is any magic at all, that is ultimately what brings the magic. The only other side of this that is, that is uh, sometimes a little bit uh, hard to hear or hard to internalize is that if there is any magic through being aware, then if I'm going to be aware, I'm going to, so to speak, I'm going to be aware. And I am going to, you know, these thoughts, I'm going to witness them. And I'm going to hear what's going on in between my ears or what's going, you know, in my head, what's happening. And sometimes that it is, it's painful. Sometimes it is very difficult to sit with that, so to speak. And one of the techniques and I, you know, without diverting uh, from or, you know, kind of getting off topic, 
what I really want to do. And, and also at the same time, recognizing that I don't want to necessarily get uh, lost in, in a metaphysical way of looking at this. But one of my teachers spoke very early on in my journey about how if I find myself in a mind state that is, I'm really caught up, I'm busy being someone who's bummed out. I'm busy being someone who's deflated. I'm busy being someone who just doesn't even want to really try anymore. I just, I, I feel like I want to give up. I, I just don't feel like giving myself over to this life that I'm living. That one question, and it's very simple, but again, just like mindfulness practice, it can be, it can be very difficult to sit with. And uh, it, it, it's essentially asking the question, you know, who is it that's, that's bummed out? Who is it that's deflated? Who exactly is this? And this is not used, at least for me, as a tool to dissociate from myself. It's not a tool to deny that I am this physical human being who has this going on in, in my physical body. I'm experiencing these things in my mind. I feel troubled. I'm thinking troubled thoughts. I'm reactive. And, and, and maybe I'm just in a place where uh, it's not a great idea for me to be around people that I, if I can't be around people and be my loving self that is willing to listen to people, to hear people, to, uh, to be attentive and to have some level of, you know, there's no requirement here for me, but just if I can't bring any, any sort of happiness and enthusiasm, uh, then what I recognize is if I because if I'm bringing people down, then what I really want to do is essentially recognize that when I th- when I sit with that question, who is it that's feeling these feelings? It allows me to stop even further. It allows me, and I'm, I, maybe that's not the right way to say this. It allows me to to lean deeper into the pause. If I'm paying attention to my mind, generally, even if I'm on my feet out of the middle of life while it's all happening then I can still actually pay attention to what's happening in my mind. I can still continue to do whatever it is that I'm needing to do, whatever responsibilities I have to fulfill or to discharge, but I can recognize that there's something going on in my mind that is leading me elsewhere, and it's leading me away from where I actually really am right here and right now. And that if I can stop and take that pause, even if I can't stop physically, if I'm in the middle of of work or I'm being of service to someone or being there for someone, I can still do that. But it's basically taking a little bit of a step back. It's giving myself a little bit of headspace and recognizing that by paying attention to these thoughts and, and asking this question, who is it that is feeling deflated? Who is it that feels like they don't want to go on any longer? I don't necessarily need to have an answer to that question. It's simply, as strange as this may sound to some people, it is actually sitting with the question itself. I don't ever really need to have the answer to that because I really don't need to know. The only thing that I really need to know, if I need to know anything, is that this is where I find myself. This is what's going on in my mind. This is what's going on in my body. And being open to the possibility that whoever it is, if, if I ask that question, whoever I think that I am may not be who I actually am. And without getting, again, without getting overly metaphysical, uh, it's just an, it's just a way of actually being able to embrace that 
whatever story I may be telling myself about who I think I am and how difficult my life may be or how, you know, how uh, disheartened I am about things that I can basically just with that question, it sometimes can interrupt that line of thought. It's like, you know, sometimes there's a runaway train with all of that thinking, all of those beliefs that are getting formed as a result of what it is that I'm thinking. And all the reactivity that I'm having makes it really hard for me to really open my heart to people and really be with people in the moment, however I find myself. So if I can just recognize that by just stepping back and asking that question, I can find myself in a place where I can start to see that it's not really, I think that's who I am when I'm thinking all these thoughts, when I am thinking and believing whatever it is that I am feeling, I'm essentially in some ways creating this persona of this guy that's being busy, uh, not feeling good about himself, not feeling good about his life. And it's I recognize that it's me living in this physical body, but sometimes just being able to open myself up to the fact that it may not be what I think it is. I may not, I, you know, I actually can be open to the possibility that I'm not this guy whose life is falling apart. I'm not this guy who's completely bummed out. I'm not this guy that is, feels like he wants to give up. It is happening within me and I don't deny that, but these are just physical processes happening. The thoughts are also physical processes and it's it may not actually be the absolute truth. It may just be that I am really busy being this person that I actually am not. And, it may, and, and it's not that I want to deny that I'm thinking these thoughts. I don't want to deny it. I don't, I don't want to deny how I feel physically. This is really more about being able to create some additional headspace and to have a little bit of distance between myself. And it's not distance in order to deny what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. It's just simply about being able to work with it a little more. And the only way that I can work with it, and I don't even really know what working with it means, I'm just saying that because that's what's coming up intuitively, is to be able to actually cope with these feelings and not feel like I have to do anything about them. If there's anything that I need to do, I know for sure that there's no way I can know what that is. If there's anything that I really need to do, I can't do that when I'm lost in this uh, in this story of that I'm telling myself that I'm this person whose life is falling apart and who can't go on any longer. And if there's nothing really wrong, and that's the other thing I want to say too here is there is no emergency. I recognize sometimes people are in situations that you know it is it is truly an emergency. There is really something wrong, and I'm not speaking about this at all. What I'm speaking about is just the everyday. Uh, vacillations of emotions, of being a human being, sometimes feeling the highs, sometimes feeling the lows, and recognizing that it's always going to change and that there's no way for me to brace myself against that. That if I could just open up to that vulnerability and just accept and be open and embrace the uh, what I'm experiencing, that th these things are going to happen. And there's no way that I can think myself out of it or talk myself out of it. It's really about going the other direction. Instead of trying to find what makes me feel better out there, it's really about being in here. And what, just one of, the, one of the ways in which I've been able to do that is to ask that question without needing an answer. I don't really, when I ask myself, who am I? 
really what I'm getting to the heart of is, you know, am I really this person that, that, that is uh, who I'm telling myself I am as a result of these thoughts? Because a lot of times that's what I'm doing. These thoughts are reinforcing this, this negative. I could use the word negative. I could use this word unhealthy. I could use this word, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to even think what other word I would use. But essentially it's this image of myself that really does not serve me well. And it doesn't allow me to really reach out and serve anyone else well either. And it doesn't have to be this way, but sometimes I know that if, even though I recognize it doesn't have to be this way, when I find myself lost in this and mired in these feelings and in these thoughts, it can be overwhelming trying to, <clears throat> trying to figure out how I change it. And for me, I've never been able to do that. And yes, sometimes the thought comes up, how can I change this? How can I be this different person? How can I not take all this so seriously when I'm feeling like I'm just falling apart? I can just be open to the possibility that I'm really not who I'm trying to tell myself I am and that I actually am stronger than I am. And, and we all are. I am stronger than I'm telling, you know, than I recognize. I really am able to be strong enough to sit with these things until they pass. And they always, at least for me, and many people I've spoken with and taught mindfulness and mindful coping to, that that's one of the experiences of continuing this practice is to realize that these things are always changing. These thoughts, these, these physical states are coming and going. There's oscillations in energy. There's constant change and it's, it's really unpredictable and there's no way to, uh, to uh, engineer the process and engineer a certain outcome. And I no longer even want to try to do that. What I really want to do is, is actually, if I'm going to practice anything and make any effort at all, it is to be able to practice paying attention to what's really happening, even if it doesn't feel good, and simply being here because I know ultimately if I'm here in my own body, in my own spiritual heart, so to speak, you know, here in my center, this is ultimately where I can serve myself the best and at the same time, so that I can serve others in the best way that I possibly can. I can, I can essentially, one of, my, uh, one of my Buddhist teachers many years ago said that this is a form of befriending ourselves, being kind and gentle to ourselves. But I know in order to do that, I can't be taking myself on a trip somewhere else, psychically speaking. The, uh, the only way for me to do this is to experience what I'm experiencing and be kind and gentle to myself along the way. This is what's worked for me. I don't know necessarily if this works for anyone else or for everyone else. I just know that this practice, ultimately, I have found that it is incredibly beneficial and healing, but it does actually take a willingness to, uh, to sit through the next moment and then the next one and then the next one. And, uh, there's no, and I guess what I say here is one of my teachers said, being here is the point. And that's really the question that I would ask myself with other people hearing me ask it, where else would I really want to be? Where else do I really need to be? Uh, where else do I really want to be? I, I ultimately want to be here, if at all possible, where it's all actually happening. <laughs>